Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to Bet the Edge on this Thursday. Happy St. Patrick's Day, but far more importantly, it's the first day of the NCAA tournament. We're fired up. I'm so excited to be back here. Had some days off. I'm your host, Sarah Perlman, of course, joined by the whale capper, Drew Dinsick. We appreciate you joining us on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Now, coming up on today's podcast, awesome guest. We're going to start it off with Nick Costos of You Better You Bet. He's going to stop by and break down which games he has circled for the tournament today and if he's rushing to the window to back the New York Yankees. And Tom Casale is going to stop by. He has a handicap on a few uh, key games. We're going to get into all different windows and if there are any live underdogs and all the matchups for today. And of course, you got to stick around till the very end to get into our edge of the day. That, of course, is our best bet. Got a ton coming up here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. It's been too long. I hope uh, everybody over there is doing well. And uh, I, you know what's funny? You know how like some years you look at, well, what day is Halloween on this year? Is it on a Friday or a Saturday? Like, you know, what day is New Year's? You know, you, you, you have sort of these days you look forward to on the calendar. This yeah. feels like even more prescient because we have the first day of March Madness coinciding with St. Patrick's Day. Um, just two absolutely delightful days to, uh, you know, just blow off some steam. Uh, very excited to see, uh, you know, the, the, the tip off here for the tournament, as well as, of course, uh, uh, doing a little bit of celebrating for St. Patty's. was just going to ask what time, West Coast time, of course, out uh, in the Pacific and in California, what time do you start drinking the green beers? Uh, we, I usually, I respect, I respect, uh, time zones. And so noon Eastern is usually when we, we tip off around here. So it's, uh, it's all good. Um, uh, but you know, realistically, it's just going to be a fun day, you know, tip off of the first games are a little after nine o'clock here. So, uh, it is going to be just an, one of the, like an all time day. Yeah, it's crazy that tip off so early there. By the way, thanks for commenting along. We appreciate the live comments. I'm back. I am rejuvenated. Took a few days to get there, but feeling pretty good today. Now let's get into the uh, tournament before Drew starts drinking green beer on air. And we begin with tournament specials, which are super fun ways to look at basically three seeds and four seeds. There's markets up on points that, and you could bet right now, Drew, any three seed to reach the final four, that's sitting at minus 115, and then any four seed to reach the final four plus 205. Are you getting involved or intrigued by this market? Three seeds, no. Four seeds, yes. 
Uh, there are a couple of four seeds that I think are Let's being a little bit underpriced, uh, but of the of the three seeds, I'm I'm way out on UCLA. Absolutely, the door is wide open for them with Baylor coming in a little bit limited. Arkansas has a decent matchup against Gonzaga in the one four in the in the Western uh, bracket, which I'll be interested in. Illinois, I've written off. Providence, I've written off. But uh, I think there are two live um four seeds on the left side of the bracket and then on the for the three seeds it's tough for me to make a case for any of these guys i know texas tech has some impressive defensive metrics however that's a team that has a bunch of red flags in terms of uh getting upset so it wouldn't be shocking for me you know i would not be shocked if texas tech has an early exit similarly tennessee has a tough draw against longwood um and uh, of course purdue uh you could trust purdue or wisconsin at this point two very suspect three seeds so i would almost rather love a no price on the three seeds uh and then go yes with the fours rather than reaching the minus 115 i guess if there was a three seed and it's funny you say uh what you do about purdue because of their defensive metrics just being awful hard to trust them i do think that's the only three seed that has a realistic path though only because the one seed in that bracket um if you think about who they're probably going to face yale most likely uh, Texas, Kentucky, maybe UCLA. Um, I don't know. It's going to be going to be tricky, but that's the only team that stood out to me in the three seed and four seed market. Hey, by the way, we're having a common comment. I do want to get to this before we move on to our guest. Longwood sure. first half money line plus 500. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, like uh, I'm get the, into that game a little the later general on. the general feeling that I have of this year's tournament is that the seeded teams are more more or as vulnerable as ever a team like longwood going up against the mighty tennessee sec champions uh, you know it's 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 a tough ass but uh you know i think college basketball is flatter this year than it has been in many many years so why not uh, i think i would love chaos any 13 to 16 team that wins outright is going to win me some serious serious cash on this tournament so i uh, love tailing you when you upsets. have these big uh these big bets going with your tournament so i'll root for the upsets for you that's the best way to get these brackets going my bracket needs some upsets one of them at least i did like one ridiculous chaotic bracket anyway i like longwood i took them plus 18 and a half i'll get into that later so i'll i'll tell you for the people commenting along in the first half now the madness is upon us and you can get an edge plus annual subscription now to unlock our college basketball dfs and betting tools with game predictions player prop projections and more get ready to cut down the nets using the promo code brackets 20 plus you'll get every tool for every sport with your edge plus subscription including our new fantasy baseball draft guide which is powered by roto world so go to nbcsportsedge.com slash edge plus and use promo code brackets 20 at checkout to find your edge fired up baseballs back my fiance had to get back to work drew sitting around the house too much do it get your draft guide so super excited that's going on and uh, we'll get to baseball in just a few minutes but for now <laughs> with college basketball we bring in you better you bet of course out back to well and it cost us to join us now nick how are we what's going on great to be on with you guys happy ncaa tournament day yeah this is uh, approaching here the four high holiest of high holy days on the sports betting calendar so great to be with you here gonna be a great dgen fest over the uh the course of the next four days oh my gosh dgen fest 100 really excited to watch the early games love listening to you and ken barkley on you better you bet and i uh, heard a lot of your plays on similar sides, let's begin, though, with today and, and to give our viewers some insight on what exactly you're looking forward to watching. What have you bet into uh, getting ready for the tournament to start? 
well, I mean, the answer is a lot. Like I, I, bet on, I, I bet on a lot. And like I used to take off when I was in school. I know a lot of people can probably uh, commiserate with this, agree with this, right? I used to take off from school the first for Thursday, Friday of the NCAA tournament every year. So I watch every single game. So like that would happen even if I weren't betting on it. So I'm super into all of them. As far as bets, I feel like we have an electric slate to start off the tournament today, right? With the, uh, the South Dakota State Providence game, the Colorado State Michigan game. So I bet on both of those. I'm actually... I think I'm going to bet on the Memphis-Boise game. I'd like to get three and a half potentially with Boise, even though I think Memphis has more theoretical upside in the tournament, right? I, I just don't trust Penny Hardaway here in a big spot. So I think Boise could probably keep that game close. I haven't bet it yet, but close to pulling the trigger there. I am on uh, South Dakota State plus the two against Providence. And I think that like everyone's on that side. Yeah. But hey, I've been saying it all year <laughs> that I think Providence is a real luck box team and give them credit. They've been able to win a lot of these close games. South Dakota State hasn't lost since like October. And that's only a slight exaggeration can really score the basketball can shoot tons of three pointers can make tons of threes so i'm on south dakota state maybe it's square we'll see how it goes but i am on south dakota state in that game i'm on colorado state against michigan i bet that at the open we know Devonte jones is out for michigan averages double digits in points for them i think michigan's pretty overrated here and just goes to show you like seeds don't matter like michigan's an 11 colorado state's the six michigan's favored in the game so i have a better number here but i do like colorado state plus the two uh do you want me to no, this is outstanding. Okay, so before the show, Sarah and I were talking, and I was like, "Because I got more." I, yeah, no, I was saying I, I set the market as Nick will have somewhere about 15, 16 plays today. So I, I, I set, I set the fair at fifteen and a half. Sarah was on the over. I took the under. <laughs> Who's coming out on top here? Well, I think. Well, I mean. 16 today. I mean, that would be, yeah, we're probably like, I'll probably be about eight or nine, I would say. Oh, okay. We'll you're you're well, going to get involved in any second halves, it. things like that? Yeah, I mean, like, let's, I'm going to be on the air from three to seven. You think I'm not going to be live betting these <laughs> You're going to have like, 16 plus. You're going to have 16 plus, Nick. I, when we, t pre flop bets, less than 16, once games start, uh, live bets, halftime bets for sure, we'll probably hit hit the 16 mark. Uh, here's a sentence I, I've never uttered before and hope to never utter again. I love Longwood. <laughs> Longwood. Love Longwood here against Tennessee. Like great okay. statistical profile here. And the deal okay. with Tennessee, right? Win the SEC tournament. Ken and I have talked about this a lot, obviously, on You Better You Bet. That conference mm -hmm. tournament success, not necessarily indicative of success in the big tournament. One of the reasons I like Texas coming up tomorrow against Virginia Tech, you would never, ever, over the course of the season, get Texas minus one against Virginia Tech. So I think that's a big time, uh, big time discount there. And I'm going to go against Rick Barnes in Tennessee a little bit. Mm -hmm. Obviously, not a great tournament coach. Longwood's got a nice statistical profile here. Sarah, I know you talked about them. You had the commenter saying plus 500 first half. Godspeed to you, good sir. <laughs> I just need Longwood to lose by 17 or less. You so and I'm me both, Nick. You and me both. Yeah. Okay, uh, so yep. one of the things I especially like about your show, and you guys spend a good amount of time going through process, which is That we have you on valuable. all the time? Probably. Well, those right. segments are throwaways. But the ones that you guys get into, you, you and Nick going back and forth on sort of the futures market, trying to dissect some value. I know that over the course of this NCAA season, you have built a meaningful portfolio here. As you look at what you know, where you stand heading into this tournament, uh, are there any uh, particular futures that you are especially keen on, like you're following very closely, like, like I caught and like like our guy coming up later, Tom Caselli, obviously has Auburn at 70 to one. You know, like have you caught any amazingly good numbers that you're gonna be sweating out these next three weeks? But the thing that I think is very unfortunate, um, Ken and I were both invested in Houston and Illinois. And oh. with the way that this that this shook out, obviously oh. they're gonna have to play each other. Well, Casali thinks yeah. both of them are gonna lose in the first round. So we'll see how that goes here. But uh Houston is the one that I feel like I feel the best about. I think I have Houston at 35, okay. they're 30, so it's not like 
right. tremendous value from when I placed the bet to now. I actually, when I filled out my bracket, and I am definitely a bets over brackets guy, I have Houston making it to the final. I think Houston can absolutely get back to another final four. Six statistical profile for, for Houston, even with some of the injuries the team has suffered over the course of the year. Obviously, a uh, proven tournament coach in Kelvin Sampson, a team that got to the final four last year, Got absolutely obliterated by Baylor. I bet Houston in that game. We'll try and forget that over the course of, of this March here. But I think Houston's upside is to is to get there that first Monday night in April, maybe even win a national championship, depending on the matchup here. Now, I know Tom thinks they may lose in the first round. I actually have bet against them in the first round in, in terms of the actual game itself. I think that's going to be a closer game with UAB Jelly and company. Mm-hmm. But I think Houston is primed to make a deep tournament run. Okay, let me ask you a quick follow-up. So if you have Houston 30 to 1, 35, well, you have a big old price on Houston. I agree. I think that's the bracket of death that region right there and i think you know very much could emerge and let's say that it's a it's let's say we have a repeat of history let's say that they draw the one seed in the final four kansas uh are you ejecting at that point you're taking all the kansas you're taking you're laying all the points with kansas and getting out at that point or are you feel like houston uh, has the goods that can actually get you know bring home a title i'm i'm very much of the opinion that like if i made a bet and I think okay. it was a good bet when I made it. I'm gonna see that SOB through, baby. So like, hell no, I'm, okay. not, I'm not getting that. Now look, maybe if I get if they get to the final, then I'd consider maybe doing something then to guarantee myself at least a small profit. But I don't know. I I feel like for the most part, I like to let my like to let a lot of my futures. Bet. Right. I made the bet because I liked it. Like I feel like a lot of people make futures <laughs> bets as well. If they get to the final, then you can hedge. It's like, well, why are you totally making a bet then? Like sure. make the bet because no, you true. think it can win. I think that's it can true. win. You're talking to a guy that would not hedge in the Super Bowl with a lot of money riding with Drew Densick. So he's anti hedge. I feel like uh, he also had the favorite one. in the game, to be fair. Yeah, whatever. Like, you know, I would have hedged. Yeah, I would have hedged in every way possible, just to be clear. So, you know what? I guess I'm against you guys here. Any props on the board that you like uh, right now for tonight? One that I've looked at here, and I don't see a ton of props posted for the games tonight, yeah. and obviously the NBA props won't be posted till later for the one NBA game, which is not a world-beating game, obviously. Um, uh, NBA game. game. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, I mean, I've been betting on both of those teams a lot recently because they've been covering big numbers recently. Yeah. I've David, David Roddy over 19.5 points for Colorado State against Michigan. If you like Colorado State in this game, I think it stands to reason that Rowdy Roddy has got to have a big one here. So that would be one that I would look at here. But in full disclosure, and look, Drew knows this, Sarah, you know this. I am the self-proclaimed, the self-anointed prop king. So I am. I love to play some props. I love to play NBA props. Today, I think this is going to be a side and total day for yours truly. We'll get something cooking for the NBA game tonight, but likely not until a little later. Okay, we'll have to tune in and uh, hear what your props are on your show live three to seven. Uh, Yankees futures. Yankees right now two to one to win the AL East, plus five twenty-five to win the American League. Seems pretty short. Eleven to one to win wow. the World Series. Nick. What do you got on the Yankees futures right now? Nothing. Because <laughs> I, like, I like money. I hate this team. This team's going nowhere. They ain't winning the division. Toronto's much better than the Yankees are. They ain't winning the American League, and they certainly ain't winning the World Series championship here. They, and honestly, like the team has become an absolute dumpster fire embarrassment. The owner, Hal Steinbrenner is, uh, Steinbrenner, is a trust fund baby clown who should have to change his last name because I'm sure his dad's rolling over in his grave watching what the once-proud franchise has become, where the Dodgers are now the new Yankees, and the Yankees are the new Mets. And by Mets, I mean the Wilpon Mets, not the Steve Cohen Mets who spend all this money. That statement the Yankees put out that was like through insiders, the Yankees fear that Freddie Freeman may go to the Red Sox. What year are we in right now? Where the New York Yankees, I feel like George Costanza here, the New York Yankees, the evil empire are fearing that a player's going to sign with the Red Sox. 
6162 with the Dodgers. The Yankees couldn't beat that offer. George Steinbrenner would run out of toilet paper, look at the luxury in tax, and say, you know what? We don't need to go get toilet paper. I've got some right here. The Yankees worship the luxury tax. The general manager's expiration date was a decade ago, and the manager, Aaron Boone, has no idea what he's doing. Other than that, they're awesome. I would not invest one cent of my hard-earned money on this stupid team this year. I actually am kind of rooting for them to lose, honestly. Okay, I so, think that they well, need a house cleaning. That's a great that? segue, because real quickly, I agree these prices are absurd. Like, these are not fair value. What's They're not good. They're totally inflated. And uh, so I'll give you this. Um, over under three and a half in terms of Eastern uh, positioning at the end of the season. So basically, will they finish top three in the AL East? I'll give you even odds. No VIG. Plus 100 either side. Are they finishing in the top three or the bottom two? I think they'll finish in the top. I think they'll finish third behind Tampa and Toronto. And Boston, I would say, would finish fourth. I'm, I'm a, I am still a New Yorker, so got to gotta go with my Yankees over the Red Sox. I do feel like the Yankees will be better than the Red Sox this year, despite the fact that the Red Sox obviously embarrassed them again in the wild card game and made yeah. the ALCS before losing to the Astros. So I'll say the Yankees finish in third this year in the American League East. That was better than like the top New York sports talk radio. I'll give you that, Nick. Incredible. All right. Well, best of luck to your Yankees and all your bets for today. You can follow Nick on Twitter at Nick Costos, and you can be sure to check out him and Ken Barkley 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern during the week on You Better You Bet. Nick, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy all your bets today. Good luck. Uh, also, let me give you two others real quick here. Indiana. Yes. Love Indiana today against St. Mary's. Absolutely love Indiana. And I bet San Diego State at open against Creighton. And so I still like San Diego State. I think they'll suffocate Creighton here. Great run through the Big East Tournament comes to an end today for the Creighton Blue Jays against the Aztecs of San Diego State. Appreciate you guys having me, as always. Wishing you and your great listeners and viewers minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. That's what I need. My shirt says feeling lucky, by the way, with like some nice four-leaf clovers, so feeling yeah. the luck coming. All right. It feels a little, little out of spirit to go against the Gales on St. Patrick's Day, but uh, so be it. It's a good point. Okay, well, if you want a little more insight into underdogs of the big dance, check out our underdog power rankings powered by PointsBet. That's on NBCSportsEdge.com. Now, Von Belzell and Tom Casale, they rank from 1 to 15 or 16, their most confident picks against the spread. You'll see some underdogs in there, so be sure to check that out. Underdog power rankings on NBCSportsEdge.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
What do you want from your sports book? Better odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you don't want to just bet. You want to live your bet life. When you bet with PointsBet, the official sports book partner of NBC Sports, you get better odds and bigger payouts all in a fast and reliable sports book. Download the app now and sign up with code NBC2000 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Additional terms and conditions apply. Must be present in New Jersey, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, Colorado, Michigan, Virginia, West Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Void where prohibited, must be 21 plus. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, 1-888-5 3500 in Virginia, 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, www.pointsbet.com slash terms dash and dash conditions. Stick with the tournament. It's opening day. We're fired up. We welcome in Tom Casale to help us with our bets. Tom. How are we feeling? Excited for today? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Two things before we get started. One, if there's one person in the industry I don't want to follow, it's Nick Costco. So <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> and the other thing is, is uh, me, Vaughn, and Corey, I forgot what day it was at this point. We're hosting a show and my son told me, he said, hey, you guys are the A team. And then I said, well, what about Sarah? And he said, mm, you're the B team, but that's still good. So <laughs> you, got, you got B team Kasali here. No, you're A team. I got demoted a long time ago. I'm just happy welcome to be back, back with you yeah. guys. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be back. Perfect day to watch all the games as soon as we get off here. Let's start with some early window games, Tom. I've missed you. I missed getting your picks, your winners, your insight for the tournament. So right now for the earlier slated games, I know we've talked to so about South Dakota State a little bit with Providence coming off of that awful loss. Providence laying two and a half so money and a lot of it has actually come on South Dakota State. What do you got on this game? Yeah, this looks like a dead even game to me. The, I, I'm going to sit back and watch this game because I'm looking more if South Dakota State wins and plays Iowa in the next round. I think that's a bad matchup for them. They're going to have to play a team with a similar style with more depth and more height down low. So I'm going to be rooting for the Jackrabbits. It's, just, it's one of those things where it's a mid-major team that I like coming into the tournament. But then they get a seed like this and, and not, you know, the line isn't where I wanted it to be. I don't think you're getting a lot of value here. So I'm going to lay off this game. I think it's going to be a great, great game. Maybe the best game around one. Yes, I completely agree with that sentiment. And the mar the fact that the market is uh, alive on this one, you're seeing some late two-way action with huge limits. Uh, always, always draws my interest when you have you know players making limit bets at the close and you're seeing this fluctuate from two to three. Um, so it's fantastic. First of all, Congratulations on the excellent start to the tournament. If you hadn't checked, if you didn't check us out last night, this is obviously, I think, the third or fourth show we've gotten to do with Tom this week. And Tom is already you way all all over Wright State last night. That was a, a fantastic beatdown by uh, by Wright State. And then uh, similarly, uh, Notre Dame comes through against Rutgers. Uh, how are you? I guess do you feel like your read is is dead on the money right now? As as you look across the board, you, like you have a good feel of these numbers that you've. Um, you know, been betting college basketball all season and, and you can just, you know, the identifying value when you have cross-conference yeah. matchups like this is, is week one is a good week to get involved in college basketball betting in general? 
Well, we're going to find out, I guess. But uh, <laughs> um, I tell people all the time the tournament's different than the regular season. The, the best betting season I ever had was in the early 2000s. I was like 64% all year, and I started the tournament off 0-7. So it can go either way. You know, my read on the tournament is this is a year to take underdogs. I, you know, I met, you mentioned it earlier on the show, Drew, that, you know, you're not going to want to lay points in this tournament. So that's my early read. So I, I have a lot of underdogs. My, a lot of my bets are on Friday, taking the points. I, you know, you mentioned Longwood. I think it's going to be hard to cover 20 points in this tournament. I mean, there might be a couple of teams that blow out, you know, uh, Purdue might, might pull away from Yale and things like that, but I wouldn't be a big fan of laying points here. Yeah, earlier today, I was surprised to see more money coming in on Tennessee, pushing that to 18 and a half. And we'll see about where that lands before a tip off between Tennessee and Longwood. But for the afternoon window, because you mentioned you're kind of staying away and you're going to watch the South Dakota State game, which games uh, coming up in just a little bit are you looking forward to watching? And, and what have you bet so far? Yeah, well, right after I said I'm not laying points, um, I'm going to bet <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> That's the only favorite I'm taking. And it's again, it's one of those things where it's more of a fade on Richmond. And I got the number at nine. That's gone up now to ten and a half. Mm -hmm. But to, to me, I don't think Richmond's going to be able to stay with Iowa. Sooner or later, they're going to pull away. The, the Spiders don't guard the three-point line well. I don't know how they match up with Keegan Murray down low. So, you know, I, all my underdog bets were on Friday and I, I didn't have anything for Thursday. And I said, you know what, let's uh, let's sweat out laying double digits. That'll be fun on a on a Thursday afternoon. But I do think there's a couple of teams I would look for uh, pulling away and blowing out. One's Iowa. Another one's Purdue. And I know people don't want to hear it, but maybe Duke. I think they got a nice first round draw. You want to you want to fade Duke in the second round, not in the first round. Ooh, OK. Um Curious if you think uh, in the evening window, the kind of the matchup that uh, Nick alluded to, you got Indiana as a short favorite against St. Mary's. This is obviously being played on the West Coast after Indiana got the uh, round, you know, the play in win in Dayton. So quick turnaround for them traveling across the country. Uh, it is uh, it's I guess technically the Gales is a Scottish word, but it's Celtic and it's St. Patrick's Day. It feels a little bit uh out of karmic um you know correctness to go against the gales today <laughs> karmic uh, correctness something we've been talking <laughs> about forever on this show by the way karma matters um but yeah the uh you know st mary's short favorite at minus two and a half you, you think there's an edge there with the uh with gales or are we going with the uh, dog in this one I would lean Indiana here uh, with the points. The, I just don't know how good the WCC is. I know people thought that they were improved this year. I didn't really see it. Yes, St. Mary's beat Gonzaga. They play tough defense. But I think the difference could be Indiana's defense in this game. They also play good defense. And sometimes St. Mary's can struggle to score. So I, I would lean the dog. And the other game that Nick mentioned, San Diego State Creighton, Remember that Creighton lost their point guard, Nebhard, um, a few a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and he wasn't there in the Big East tournament. Now, they're a well-coached team. They managed to get through the Big East tournament to the final. But remember, San Diego State puts a lot of pressure on the ball handlers. That's going to be interesting to me. I think San Diego State gets the win in that game. We have some comments coming in and one from Dan Kelly. So we're going to pull that up as we're, we have people joining us on the YouTube channel and as we... Uh as we wait for a comment coming in. Here we go, Indiana had to fly across the country. Yep, after playing a huge game, home court advantage in Dayton. He's on St. Mary's as well. Um, I guess it's tough. I, that cuts both ways though, because totally. at the same time, you know, and again, it, presumably it's not like the market doesn't know that, 
you know, there's all there's always uh, you know uh, two two factors there. If you think that uh, travel matters more than the market in general does, then maybe you do have an advantage. But it's not like anyone's really caught sleeping on this. Um, you know, yeah. so I, I would be a little bit careful using sort of singular angles like that. And I also would I would argue at least going from the East Coast to the West Coast and playing in the time window that they are shouldn't make a big difference. It's a, at least for me personally, flying west to east is just total. It just wrecks your day because you know you're trying to get up. Right. You know, sun's up at, at what feels like th three in the morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, ultimately, I think uh, really not going to be much of a you know much of an impact potentially in that one. I can't take a side in that one, but uh, if Tom's leading Indiana, I'll. I'll well, the other thing too, Drew, is I think there's enough data now that there's a little bit of advantage of these teams that play in the first four. I mean, they all they all don't win the next game. They all don't go to the Sweet 16. But there's enough there to show you that getting getting everything, getting the rust out, you know. That's exactly what out, I was going to say. And, you know, so I lean both Indiana and Notre Dame against Alabama in their, in their second games. Right, just playing together, the cohesiveness and the freshness, kind of getting those jitters out in that first game. I'm with you. That was the angle I was taking. Also, Indiana, they've covered seven of their last eight. 60% uh, of the handle right now coming on Indiana, you guys. But let's move on to the final game, the late night window, rather. Uh, San Francisco taking on Murray State right now. Murray State laying two and a half. The total for this one, 137 and a half. By the way, Murray State has not lost since December. It's ridiculous what they've done. Do you like the favorite in this one? Or are you taking the dons here, Tom? Well, I know a lot of, you know, a lot of the smart guys I, I'm friends with are like San Francisco. I don't know, Drew, do you like San Francisco here? I mean, San Francisco is really well coached and Murray State is a team that seems a little overseeded. But uh, other than that, I can't say that two and a half is not fair. Yeah, no, it's uh, the, the line's right, I think. It's a good game. I lean Murray State. Murray State plays, you know, really good defense, but they also play good defense against teams in their conference. I wouldn't be surprised if this number goes over. Um, you know, San Francisco likes to push the pace a little bit and Murray State will play fast. They don't mind it. So 138, I thought was a little low on the total. It just, it's hard to, it's hard to bet overs in these, in these first round games. Cause sometimes the teams come out and they shoot with both shooting 25%, right. but the, that, that total looks a little low to me. Looking at 138 right now, 63% of the handle on Murray State for tonight. We'll see where this number lands, obviously, quite a few hours before this one tips off late night in the late window. Best of luck with all your bets. The madness begins tonight, or today rather, in an hour. So, Tom, appreciate you joining us, and we will talk to you soon. And uh, tell your son you're the A-team, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, enjoy the games. Bet the Edge is expanding. Drew and I now host Bet the Edge Game Time on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you armed with all the last-minute insight, information, and trends you'll need to make your wagers before the games begin. So make sure to check it out on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. I missed it yesterday and I missed being with you guys, Drew. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a ton of fun. We had some great winners. Uh, a couple of Moneyline dogs came through for us in the NBA with Charlotte and Boston. Boston was a maybe it was again, again, karmically correct that Boston just with a rocking chair winner. That is a good uh, point. You uh, do not bet against Boston. <laughs> anything from Boston within like this three day span. I feel no, like, so. especially a team from Boston with a, uh, a shamrock in their branding. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> The karma was correct there. We're not going against that. Well, and I'll be right. curious to find out where your karma is going today with one NBA game on the board and a million college basketball games. So I've missed a lot about this show.
But there's nothing I've missed more than your edge of the day. And that is not me being facetious. So, Drew, take it away. Where are we betting tonight? I mean, it's been – this has been the dream season. I really can't say anything more positive about how the NBA has been going. You know, I was a little nervous coming out of All-Star break. Like, last year, I was having a great season as well and just got cold water just dumped on me for the whole month of March. Uh, but it's been going well. And to look at the board today, wake up and be like, what's going on today on the board? There's one NBA game, and it's not – good <laughs> it is the detroit pistons it's taking nice on the orlando magic and if you're thinking detroit pistons orlando magic those are practically college teams is this the nba giving a little bit of a nod to uh, uh the college basketball fans giving them you know a couple extra one extra college game um but uh realistically this is your currently seated two and three uh, in the lottery. If the lottery were to be uh, conducted today, those would, those would have the second and third highest chances of getting the one seed. Um, and in general, what we've seen going a little bit before the all-star break, but even stronger coming out of the all-star break is when you had two teams that weren't playing for much except for lottery position, we have had wide open games, wide open scoring on top of the fact that Orlando's defense has been really, really, really suspect of late. I'm not sure if you caught any of their last time out, but they played the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday. They conceded 60 points to Kyrie Irving in three quarters. And on top of all of this, there are enough players that I think are going to use this opportunity of being in the sort of standalone spot here uh, to really try to flex offensively. I see this one as wide open. Um, even if this were not, you know, I'm, my narrative is that this is going to be a wide open, high scoring game. Um, but even in the in the in a vacuum, Detroit's on average, I price them as about a 222 point uh, total. Orlando on average about 221. Uh, so on the fact that you're already getting a couple of free points here, considering what market price ought to be for the total, and then even beyond that, that this may be a wide open game with a you know late late defensive intensity, uh, to me makes for a good opportunity to bet the over. I'm going to take over 219 here. Again, my fare would be in the 221 and a half range, uh, and I think uh, you know realistically this one could be a, a fun one in especially in light of the um, the way that this falls on the calendar. I feel like this is going to get hit in the next probably few hours and uh, get bet up over 219. I love this defense optional tonight in the lone NBA game. Defense Both teams optional. giving up well over 100 points per game in their last 10 games. So we're going over 219 between the Pistons and the Magic in the solo NBA game for tonight. I'll close this out here with my edge of the day, which is starting here relatively soon. And we talked about this game quite a bit. I like Colorado State. And I know you could have got a better number earlier in the week. The number's gone on Sunday. So be it. I like the two versus Michigan. Um, I think they're alive to win this game. I know Michigan's the favorite. They're the 11 seed. Nick talked about that. First game of the day. I'm excited to watch this. But if you just look at Colorado State and how they finished this season, they've been impressive. They finished 8-1. and one. They have they had, rather, the most efficient offense in the Mountain West. Yes, I know that's the Mountain West, not the Big Ten. But there's question marks whether this Michigan team should have even been in the tournament. I think it's a poor matchup for Michigan's defense, elite Colorado State offense, as I said. And Michigan performed really poorly in close games this year. We mentioned Devontae Jones. He's not playing Michigan's starting point guard. He's out because of a concussion. So I think Colorado State, if they're able to slow down Dickinson, which I think they can, they're live to win. I took them plus two. I like them on the money line. I think there's numerous advantages on both offenses here, but the one bigger advantage for defense goes to Colorado State. So taking the dog plus 
the two to start us off at uh, 1215 Eastern. Fantastic look. And realistically, uh, the fact that your six seed is a dog to your 11 seed uh, sets up for one of my favorite. Um, yeah, I, I like I like Colorado State to win. And we we get the opposite of what normally happens, which is that like if the 11 seed wins in this situation, everybody will be like, oh, we got our first upset of the tournament. They were, over they were a favorite. They were like, favored. Yeah. And then this way we can we can have a, a joke the other way. If, if Colorado State wins, we can be like, we got an upset of six beat an 11. What? A big deal. Oh, yeah. So, no, I think uh, realistically, Colorado State Rams, let's get it done. Uh, Michigan's overrated. Could not agree with that more. Let's uh, let's get a, a Rams win. Yeah, rooting for the Rams all across 2022. Uh, by yeah. the way, I played Longwood plus 18 and a half for Tennessee. I think it's a look-ahead spot for the Vols. That's so many points. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's laying. I know some people like them first half money line. Didn't touch the money line. It's a lot of points. So, Longwood plus 18 and a half. Do you have any other college basketball plays before we close it out for the day here? I am almost entirely invested in this tournament through as you futures should be. market. As <laughs> I, you game, by, be. game by game, uh, not really doing, not really moving the needle for me. I need, I need chaos. I need some 13, 14, 15 seeds to come away with some outright wins. A 16 seed beating a one seed would be just absolutely tremendous. So I'm looking for true and true and awesome chaos today. Tournament getting underway relatively soon. We're fired up. Happy to be back on the show. Thanks for being with us here on Bet the Edge, powered by points. But for Drew Densick, I'm Sarah Perlman. Enjoy the tournament. Best of luck with all your bets. If you need more access to information, picks, trends, everything, you guys know by now, go to NBCSportsEdge.com. So much incredible information there. Uh, for now, as I said, good luck with your bets. We'll see you guys right back here tomorrow on Bet the Edge. Take care. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.